time. If we were hanging out together, uh, I'm going to get a lot healthier, probably. <laughs> and you're going to be making more YouTube videos, man. And we're going to get you on there and, and crushing it. Mentors Collective, entrepreneurs. This one's going to be a big one. Believing in yourself is a prerequisite if you're going to be a successful entrepreneur. Now, my guest today is one of the biggest names in personal development. He's been called the DJ who inspires people by Gary Vaynerchuk. He's been called the modern day Napoleon Hill by Ed Milet. At 19, he built and sold a biotech software company. At 22, he was a venture capitalist. And now he runs one of the most popular motivational YouTube channels with more than 2 million subscribers. He is a top 100 leadership speaker. He's written four books. Please welcome uh, my esteemed guest, my friend, Evan Carmichael, Canada's most inspirational motivator, creator, and salsa dancer. Welcome to the show, brother, and thank you so much for joining me. Let's go, Jay. Happy to be here, man. I'm ready. This is fun. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Uh, so first, I want to ask you about this Dorito thing. I read this Dorito thing. I've, I've known about the Dorito thing for a while. I want to hear what it is that you do with this bag of Doritos and why you do it. So this would be good um, because you're in the you're in the you know health space. Oh uh, yeah. I've got this giant bag of Doritos behind me. There it is. I, I'll pull it up. For the, for the audio listeners, I guess you can't see it, but you can you can you can hear, hear it. Oh yeah, you can hear it. So this this is a big this is a big bag of Doritos. This is when you see it behind me, it looks small, but this this is giant in comparison to my face. It's like the Costco half human sized bag of Doritos. And here's my thought on this. So I love Doritos. Okay, I look at this. My mouth is watering right now. I'm I'm um, currently on a fast, and so my mouth is watering extra right now. And I just want to, my mouth is watering right now. I'm, I'm um, currently on a fast. You're on a health journey. The common advice that people give you is get rid of You're on a health journey. The common advice that people give you is get rid of those. And I think that's a great first step, but I, I see it as a crutch. And this is at least a story that I tell myself, whether it's uh, helpful for somebody in the audience or not, this is what I do for myself. What ends up happening, I think, is Ultimately, you want to be able to run again. Like if you break your leg, you're on, you're on, you're in a cast and you're on crutches. Great. You need to do that. But then the goal is not to be on crutches forever. The goal is to, to run. And so what ends up happening when you get rid of all the junk from your house, but then you go on a cruise or then you go to an office party or then something else comes up, you just start slamming all the food down because you've trained yourself that you're only capable of sticking with your habit or routine when you're in the perfect designed environment. And uh, once I realized that, it's like, whoa, I hate that. And, and my strategy is called Damn the Doritos because I want to own these things. So, so they're on the shelf behind me as a reminder to myself of how amazing I am. <laughs> at least that's the message inside my own head, whether that makes sense or not. I look at this bag and I want to eat it like crazy. But every time I pick it up and put it back down, it's a reminder that I'm awesome and that I'm sticking to the thing that I said I was going to do. Um, my favorite Doritos flavor is the, uh, the sweet chili heat one. Oh my God, Jay, those are so good. At the cool and ranch. I, oh man, I think cool ranch are my favorite. I, I was, I was doing an event and somebody knew that I love those Doritos. And so he yeah. brought them up and he opened the bag and he gave them to me. He's like, here, have some Doritos. And I took the bag from him and I, and I threw it in his face. No, 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 no. I brought it up and I, and I put my head inside like my nose to, to smell it. And it's like, 
Oh man, that is like. Oh man, that life. And then I gave it back to him. And just that feeling of of the control. That's, I think, where you get your self-respect, your self-worth, your self-love, your self-belief is by doing the difficult things. And so the strategy is called Damn the Doritos. When people see this on my on my videos, they say, are you sponsored by Doritos? Why don't you get a healthier sponsor? I'm like Doritos, if they knew why it was there, would never sponsor my videos because this is literally the exact opposite of what I want to be um, eating. And so, yeah, Damn the Doritos. And I think it works with whatever the thing is that you are uh, addicted to or want more of to train yourself that you can, you can be without um, a friend of mine saw that story. And then he, he was trying to cut down sugar, cut sugar out of his life. And he always put sugar in his coffee. And so he, he uh, got his coffee and put it in the saucer, like a cup in the saucer. And then, and then he put a pack of sugar on the saucer next to it. And he just drank the coffee black with no sugar for the first time and just had the sugar looking at him the whole time. And his wife's looking at him. It's like, are you going to have the sugar? Like what, what, what are you doing? You, why are you putting it there? And he just felt at the end so good that he was able to do it. Um, and so I think that's ultimately an exercise and not, not making us weaker through our choices, but making us stronger. So damn the Doritos. Damn you Doritos. I damn own the you. Doritos. That's it. Anyway, and this, this runs Doritos so runs. much, so much deeper than the Doritos, right? This is kind of the, goes back to the keys to success, which is doing things that are uncomfortable, right? Pushing off that dopamine response that you can get productive things done and grow yourself every day. Whether that's getting up early, getting into a cold shower, doing work that you don't want to do. It's all coming from the same place. It's all the same thing. And you developed kind of the mental fortitude uh, to look at that bag of Doritos and say, I'm, I don't need that dopamine response right now. Uh, I'm going to overcome it. I, it. I know it's bad for me. I'm going to do what's best for me, even though it goes against what my brain is telling me to do. It's just going to eat, eat those bag of Doritos, get that hit of dopamine, and feel good. Uh, and for people who are you know, looking for success, this is so important to learn. And you can learn it, right? Like, What are some steps that you kind of coach people to take in order to master the brain, take control over your environment, and fuck the Doritos? Yeah, well, uh, well, I say damn the Doritos, but that, that yes. works. It's the, double, it's the D and the D. But, uh, I mean, you might know the science. You definitely know the science better than me, but I get a dopamine hit from the Doritos. I'm not delaying the dopamine. I'm, I'm just creating a different kind of dopamine hit that when I look at that, I feel amazing. Like, in picking it up, in wanting to eat it, and then putting it down, I'm creating that dopamine hit or some kind of hit inside me for me to feel great about myself. And I think... I think that matters. Like, I think the more that you can make choices that build self-respect and build character, the more you're capable of making more choices like that. People think of it as some giant thing, like whatever your goals are. I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, so that they want to start their business, but whatever your goals are, your personal, your health goals, your fitness, your relationship, your business goals, whatever they are, it's not just some one thing, one giant goal that you chase. It's the daily minor decisions that you have to make. It's every day you have this choice to, am I going to do the thing I said I was going to do? Or am I going to not do it? You know, like, am I going to let myself down again here? Or am I going to do the thing that makes me proud? And it's in, in these minor decisions that we have every day that ultimately leads to you building your character. So when you started your show, it's great. Amazing. A lot of people would love to start a show like you did. A lot of people would love to have guests on their show as well. And they'd 
immediately have that insecurity in their head come to say, well, who's going to listen to me and what am I going to talk about and which guest is going to want to come on my show when they've been on other shows? How am I better? How am I different? And my show when they've been on other shows, how am I better? How am I different? And, and what that does is shut down your action to go and create the show. And the more you listen to that voice, the, the less action you do, and the more you Teach yourself that you suck. Do it. You're training yourself to not do it again the next time and not doing it because this becomes your identity. It's like I'm the person who has great ideas but never follows through. And that is something that we have to start to consciously destroy on the health journey. Well, I'm just a fat person and I can't stick to a diet and I can't do anything. I can't run more than a mile. I can't like, and we've created this identity, but all of those things are fixable, but it's not one giant leap. Right? You don't just get healthy by going to the gym one day. <laughs> it's the everyday consistency that you train yourself for. Exactly. And I, I like to think, especially in scientific terms, like life's about patterns and cycles. One small win leads to the next small win leads, leads to the next small win. And same thing with losses. Like if you eat the bag of Doritos, then you're, you, you feel like a fat person and you're going to identify as one, you're going to go eat the next bag of Doritos and vice versa. You looking at that bag of Doritos and saying, I had a win today. I'm an awesome person. I'm in full control is going to lead to the next win and the next thing. Uh, now I want to ask, cause you've been doing this man a long time. You have, you've had the confidence of an entrepreneur. I know, you know, I, I listened to your bio. You, you struggled early on, but relatively quickly, kind of, you figured this out. You built the confidence and you built a software company as your first company that you ended up selling. Uh, was this, and this is, uh, also goes back to science, nature, nurture. Like, is this something that you, you learned or felt like maybe you were born with a little bit? Um, what, in terms of being an entrepreneur? Yeah. Just the ability to kind of conquer that mental world, uh, push off the instant gratification, the dopamine hit and build a company at such a young age. Is mm. this something that was kind of learned or, or do you feel like this was a, kind of engraved in your DNA as Gary Vee would say? I think everybody can, can lean in and learn whatever they want to learn. Um, I had the good fortune of having some great parents on the, they're on their wall behind me here and eight or nine years old. And those are my parents there. And they would always tell me, Hey, you're having this really Carmichael, like you do anything you believe that you can. And so they helped instill that in me. Um, I think the whole, you know, to Gary V's point about, are you born with it? Well, what were you doing at seven years old? Like, were you doing lemonade stands and garage sales and taking some initiative? Um, but if you weren't, don't feel like, oh my gosh, now I can't be an entrepreneur. It's it's so much easier now than ever to start your own business or to lean in on the thing for sure. Like I believe everybody's got Michael Jordan level genius at something. Like you're the greatest in the world at something. And you just don't believe that you are and you don't believe in your dreams enough to go chase them down. But you can, whether it's being an entrepreneur and believing in your business, whether it's believing in your health journey and that is possible, whether it's you know, climbing Mount Kilimanjaro or losing a hundred pounds or like whatever the thing is that you'd love to do. It's, it's possible. People like you have done it. And that's where a lot of people get stuck is like, well, it's possible. Like somebody else has done it, but I can't do it because I'm whatever. And my story early with the YouTube stuff was, um, I'm an introvert. I'm shy. So I'm, I'm not going to make it, you know, but I'll keep making content cause I'm serving, but I'm, I'm just never going to be the big name because I'm too introverted and too shy. And I still am, by the way, it just doesn't come out when I'm doing shows like this. Um, but you can, 
you know, you can, whatever, whatever that story is in your head, it's totally fixable. And other people, you know, like you have done it. And it just comes down to starting to change what you put into your head. I think that's the biggest thing of all. That's why I make so much content because if somebody felt like their health journey was impossible, you know, it's like, you know, Jay, you don't understand. Uh, it was impossible. You know, it's like, you know, Jay, you don't understand. I've been like this and my family has been like this and it's just not possible. And I've tried a million things and just nothing works. And it's, it's never going to happen, Jay. Just, that's, that's who I am, right? If they spent a month with you, you know, because you're more confident in their ability to get healthy than they are in their inability to get healthy. And same thing with me. If somebody's hanging out with me for an extended period of time, if we were hanging out together, uh, I'm going to get a lot healthier probably. <laughs> And you're going to be making more YouTube videos, man. And we're going to get you on there and, and crushing it because whoever's more confident wins. And so the problem is we're surrounded by people who don't believe in our dreams, who tell us that it's not possible. And we're also feeding our mind with things that keep us stuck where we are. And if you want to change something, it's totally possible, but it starts with actually changing um, that environment so that you have a, you have the crutch like to get going, to get you out of the starting gate. The biggest thing most people are missing is just momentum. Like you have the heart to serve, you have great ideas, you're doing it for the right reasons, you know you're capable of more, you don't want to stay stuck here in one year compared to where you are right now. What's the difference? Well, momentum. You know, like Jay started his show. I started my channel, right? Like you, it could have been you. Great. Don't just sit on that and say, okay, well, now I suck and life is over. It's like, no, no, no. Well, now use that to go create because you still have a long life ahead of you. Yeah, that's such a good point. This kind of goes back to, you know, you are the sum of the five people you surround yourself with, but it really extends beyond that, right? I mean, there's the content that you consume on a daily basis, the music that you listen to, all of these things are influencing you. If you're subscribed to your channel, Evan, for example, you're going to be getting a constant dose of not just momentum, motivation, inspiration. Uh, you're going to be hearing from some of the greatest leaders on earth. Uh, and then if you, you know, then replace your friends, maybe you have a a boyfriend or a girlfriend that could be dragging you down, uh, replace all of that input, the environment with things like, you know, for example, me hanging out with me or you, you're going to be a little healthier. You're going to create more content. Being around people that are more successful uh, is going to move you to the next step. And that was one of the biggest kind of value adds that I saw with starting to go to business conferences. I wasn't learning anything from the speakers on up there, but I was seeing people and surrounded by people who are doing better than me, which I don't get in my day-to-day -day life, unfortunately. Uh, and that was so powerful. That gave me momentum going home. Uh, and that was just such a, a great thing for entrepreneurs to go do is meet and network. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're here with me now. I, I've been watching the amazing things that you've accomplished, and that's momentum for me. Uh, and now we're getting to talk, and I'm going to go home. I'm probably going to make more YouTube videos. Let's go. Uh, and it's, it's just a cycle of success. Uh, so what are some steps that you think people should take or can take uh, to get that momentum, to add more of that to their life? I think it starts with identifying where do you lack, right? Like, what do you want to get better at? So for you, it's like, hey, I want to be a better entrepreneur. I don't have business people in my life. So I'm going to make an effort to be around people who are more successful at that thing. So if you have a health goal or a relationship goal, business goal, they don't, it's not that you have to hang around Elon Musk to get it, right? I mean, there's lots of people who've done it. If, if it's a relationship goal, who are the happiest couples that you know and try to spend more time with them? Or health goal, who are the people who are running, you know, or, or just working out on their own? And how do you spend more time with them? When you're in that circle, you'll just 
do a lot more. So what is the thing that you are lacking? Um, and then I would split that between uh, moments like an event or a conference or hanging out with somebody. And then what can you do consistently on the daily, right? So what ends up happening is you get really motivated, you go to a conference, you meet some people, you learn, and it takes you to another level. But then it's easy to fall back down to, you know, where you were. It's like, oh, I thought I could, I thought I could write a book. Like, I can't write a book. I'm not going to start a show. I can't. What? Where did I think I could do that from? Because you've been taken out of the environment, put back into your current environment, so it's harder to to get going again. Not impossible, just harder. But I love those moments because it shows what's possible. And I'm a big believer that. The ideas that come to you when you're feeling bold, powerful, confident, courageous are actually the right ones for you. Like those are your best ideas. And then your head talks you down from doing them because it doesn't, it only understands the world that currently exists. Like, well, you didn't go to school for this. What? You're going to be an entrepreneur. You can't be an entrepreneur, right? Like the head starts to take over. So those ideas that came to you when you're at that conference, you're around these people, like those are actually the right ones for you. And you need to then inject new things daily to remind yourself of the person you want to be. So that's why I have things like my YouTube channel, right? Because I need it daily. Because I want to be around, uh, I want to be on Oprah Winfrey and Steve Jobs and Elon Musk and Bill Gates and these people every day. That when I'm watching their video, it makes me want to go and do more. Uh, chances are the people who watch your show, listen to your show, they're probably the most ambitious, most optimistic people in their circle. Like they're the ones pouring into others. And that's great. And that's an amazing feeling because we are built to serve. But who's pouring into you in a loving way to push you forward to say, okay, Jay, like, good job on starting the channel. But dude, where's the content, man? Come on. Like, you got a message, you got a vibe, you got care, you got love. We need to be making more videos or whatever the thing is that you ultimately want to do. Like the loving kick forward to say, hey, I'm capable of more, I want to do it. And most people don't have that person. So you can go to events and conferences and hire a coach and all that. Um, and as you, as more as you level up, there's less people to learn from. And so that becomes even more challenging. And so that's why having, you know, I, I'm never going to meet Steve Jobs, but but I still learn from him through the, I, I'm never going to meet Steve Jobs, but but I still learn from him through the content. Um, Elon Musk, as far as I know, isn't, isn't uh, taking on in content. And so having a daily routine that fits into your life to remind you of who you want to be becomes really important. Um, when I first started doing cold showers, I hate, I hate cold showers. Uh, I don't know anybody in my life who's doing cold showers. You know, my wife, my friends, like nobody, they think I'm crazy. Nobody's doing cold showers. I'm not in the health nut circle. I'm not going to groups where we're, I don't know, cold showering together or jumping into the pools or, you know, the, the polar bears or whatever. So um, Wim Hof is a friend. He's been on the channel and he's a huge advocate of the cold showers and the breathing. So what I did was I uh, first started following Wim on all the platforms. So now he's randomly showing up in my Instagram feed. You know, when I'm when I'm scrolling, looking through my entrepreneur content, oh, there's Wim. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. did I breathe yet today? Oh, I forgot to breathe today. <laughs> you start going to it. Um, subscribe to him on YouTube. So I get his content from there. Uh, I immediately printed a picture that hangs in my bathroom of Wim in the ice. And there's a little quote underneath about cold, cold showers and sitting him in the ice. So every time I think I'm cold by turning the tap, the cold, like there's Wim in the ice, <laughs> like resting his hands on the ice and half his body is in the water. And 
I might feel the most motivated and inspired today, but I'm going to wake up tomorrow and forget to go do the cold shower. It's like, ah, I don't know, do I want to do it or not? But there's Wim reminding me to do it. So you start to create that for you in your daily habits, in your routines, in your environment, uh, because that moves you on a subconscious level to actually have a little more courage to take the action. No, I love that you do that uh, with the Wim Hof picture in the shower. That's something I'm going to do. It, it's like knowing your triggers and knowing what motivates you has been huge for me. Even like waking up early in the morning, like if I put an alarm clock on the other side of the room and I have my lights automatically turn on, like I'm guaranteed to wake up at 6 a.m. every day. Uh, and you know yourself pretty well. You know that if you're looking at Wim Hof, you know, nipples deep in ice, you're going to you feel like a, a wuss if you don't, can't at least turn the shower to cold. That's like your, your trigger. Uh, and part of, I, I feel like making these habits ingrained is figuring out what triggers you, figuring out what motivates you and, and what gets you to do that thing that you need to do. Uh, now I would love to spend a couple minutes talking about this and you've, you've mentioned it a couple times throughout the episode, which is serving. Uh, now your first company is a software company. Now I know, you know, you create videos and inspire entrepreneurs and people who are trying to just better themselves in a lot of ways. Uh, but I would love to kind of hone in on this concept a little bit about serving others. Uh, was it, what, when was it in your business and your entrepreneurial career that you really had this realization and that you kind of found fulfillment in serving others? And I know a book came out of this as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a bit as well. Uh, but talk to me a little bit about the concept of serving. Yeah. The idea is that humans are built to serve. If you're not happy, it's because you're not serving. And some people want to serve the world, and we've got a huge mission, uh, which is, you know, Jay and myself. And some people want to serve the 25 closest people to them, or just picking a number, but you're the glue for the family. And that's more my wife, not a giant mission, but she wants to serve the closest people. We all want to feel like we wake up and we do something that matters. Everybody wants to feel like today is going to matter, not just to ourselves, but to somebody else. Like we want to make something that's going to, help somebody else. That makes us feel good. When people ask me what my number one health tip is, I say, loving what you do and serving. Like more than sleep or eating right or damn the Doritos or whatever. It's like actually feeling like your work matters because I think that maps to everything else. You know, if you wake up and you feel like today is going to matter to somebody, you're going to have more energy. You're more likely to stick to your goals. You're more likely to, to be healthy and make all the right decisions. Where if you feel like, you know what, Jay, today doesn't matter. Nobody cares if I show up. Nobody, this is a stupid project I'm working on anyway. My boss doesn't even care if I do anything. I could just be sitting at home all day in my pajamas and nobody would know the difference. If that was your day every day, that's the path down to stress, anxiety, depression, suicide, etc. cetera, uh, because they feel like there's no meaning in their life. So we are, we are meaning-making machines and we want to feel like, again, that the thing that we're doing is going to mean something to somebody else. Now, there's different levels of service. Um, buying a cup of coffee for somebody behind you in line is a good. A little act of service feels good. Or opening the door for somebody's little moment, little positive dopamine hit of, of serving somebody else, and you see the smile. But the best service, and it's what I talk about in Built to Serve, is figuring out your purpose at a core level. And I believe your purpose comes from your pain, that the thing you struggle the most with as a human is what you want to help other people through. And when you can see somebody who basically is a younger version of you who, who currently is struggling with the thing that you struggled with and you tell them your story and you see their eyes light up and maybe for the first time ever they have a little bit of hope that they don't have to stay stuck. That is something that you want to be addicted to for the rest of your life, you know? And so 
yeah, we want to feel like today matters. And when I saw you in the calendar, I was like, let's go. Jay and I are going to chop it up. We're going to make something that's going to bring some value to people. Um, and if, if you actually felt that about the work that you did every day, everything changes. Great advice. And I know a lot of people listening maybe aren't at a point in their life where they have found that thing that they, that pumps them up every day where they can go back and know that they're making a real difference. But you'll find it. Uh, and that should be kind of life's goal, right, is to go into work every day, wake up every morning, knowing that you're going to impact somebody's life in a positive way. Uh, you're very fortunate to have found that for yourself and be able to have been a mentor and impact millions of lives uh, over the, the course of your career. That's incredible. Uh, but I think everyone, you know, who just wants to make a ton of money, that's a good start. Uh, but really that, that's not what brings you happiness. It's, it's waking up every day, loving what you do and touching people in a, in an emotional and positive way. Uh, so great, great notes. Um, I'm looking forward to, to reading the book. It's on its way to me now. Uh, but this concept of serving really is so important. You know, your Tony Robbins preaches it, uh, you preach it. And when the most successful people on earth, you know, like yourself, Evan, uh, are talking about this as kind of a core concept. People need to listen. People need to take it seriously. Uh, and it really is such a powerful feeling, you know, waking up every day, mission driven, helping people, making people happy, uh, and moving their life forward and getting that response in return, seeing the result of your work. It's a beautiful thing. All right, Evan, uh, to close up some final questions here. Uh, this is the Mentors Collective. Uh, you're a mentor to millions. Uh, you know, I consider myself a mentor. Most of the guests on here as mentors, but we as mentors also need mentors. You probably had several throughout your life that have impacted you in a really positive way. Uh, and this could be people you know personally. It could be people from the past. It could be books. But I would love to hear who your kind of biggest mentors have been throughout your career. Uh, and I would also love to, in addition to people, I would love for you to mention some books that have really impacted your life. So books, I'm, I'm a visual learner. So books are hard for me. Um, I have a goal to read 10 pages a day and, and I do. Um, but my best learn, like the fact that I can see you, even though this might be audio only helps a lot because I'm a really visual guy. So books I've struggled with, um, I'll default to videos. That's why I make so many videos too, because I want to. I'd rather see Elon Musk talk about it than than read his book about it. Um, for people, my parents are my ultimate role models or mentors. That's why they're on the wall behind me. Uh, they taught me nothing about business. Like they're not entrepreneurs. They don't. They're not giving me on camera presence tips for my YouTube channel or algorithms hacking the algorithm or anything. But um, just how to be a human. You know, I think a lot of the basic human things of belief and showing up and serving and doing good that became foundational to what I, to what I do in business. Um, so they're my ultimate mentors and role models. After that, everybody that I profiled, I've learned something from. And I think one of the one of the hardest things with mentorship is we tend to only look to people who are exactly like us. And I think that actually limits your learning. You know, I think. Um, yeah. The first video that I did on top 10, if anybody's watched my channel, uh, we do profiles and breakdowns of people. The first top 10 I did was on Kanye West. And he's also on the wall behind me here. And um, I made it because a friend of mine was making fun of Kanye West. And listen, Kanye does a lot of things that he you can easily make fun of him. You know, it's easy. But it's like, hey, you can also learn from him. You know, there's a lot that if you actually took the time to learn from him, there's a lot of stuff that you could. And most people 
never spend the time because they're only focused on, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to learn from him. I, I need to learn from the person who's like this. So um, quick example. I know, or I know we're out of time, but I want to share this story. Um, John Legend. You know John Legend? Oh, yeah. So John Legend is, is, sounds like, you know, he, he comes across at least as one of the nicest humans on the planet. He feels very humble and nice, but his name is John Stevens. And when John Stevens and uh, Kanye were growing up, they're friends, which already seems weird. Like, how is Kanye and John Legend friends? They just seem totally different opposites. John Stevens is getting started, and he says, I feel like I'm an old soul. You know, like, this isn't my era. Like, I'm from the Sinatra era. I'm an older soul. And Kanye says, you should call yourself the legend. And John Stevens says, I can't do that. Like, what if I don't make it? What if it doesn't work out? I'm going to call myself a legend. I'm at the beginning of my career. And Kanye helped encourage him to change his name from John Stevens, his stage name, to John Legend. And so even if you hate Kanye, even if you think he's the biggest egomaniac of all time or whatever adjective you want to throw in, are you as good a friend to your friends as Kanye was to John Legend? Do you encourage them? Are you as that? Are you creative enough? Would you be bold enough to suggest that if Jay came and said, "Hey, I want to start this show," would you give him that level of encouragement? Right. So I love learning from people who I air quotes hate because there's still something that I can pull from them, and often that's actually the greatest unlock for where you need to go, as opposed to just the people who are exactly like you. That's a great tip. And I think something that's unique to entrepreneurs is our open-mindedness and willing to kind of expand our consciousness and, and, and learn in that way. Uh, so thank you for sharing that. Uh, and Evan, I want to thank you again for your time. Uh, this has been a, a ton of fun spending you know, half an hour with you, getting to know you. And thank you for coming on and, and giving some value to my audience. Uh, if you're not already following Evan, you know, this is a guy that you need to be following, uh, especially on YouTube, these videos. I'm sure you have a whole team now, but it really, it, it inspired me through my entrepreneurial journey, through creating uh, my businesses that eventually you know, landed me where I am today. So if you need that hit of inspiration every day, uh, you want to change your environment and consume content that's going to make you a better person, a better entrepreneur, definitely go subscribe to Evan and definitely pick up his book. Um, it, again, Built to Serve. It'll be linked down here in the caption. And Evan, thank you again. Uh, it's been a ton of fun. Thanks, man. Listen, how many episodes have you done of this show? Uh, a little over 50 now. And where's the number one spot that you want people to go? Uh, to, to see the show? Yeah, to, like to support you. Is it iTunes, YouTube? Where do you want people to go? iTunes. If I you, it, going to, yeah. Okay, guys. Jay has done 50 episodes of this show. This is no joke. This is a hard thing to do. It's a lot. 50 episodes of this show. This is no joke. This is a hard thing to do. It's a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of prep. Dug into my story. A lot of out in this episode, or just in general, maybe you hated me, but you love Jay and all those other episodes, spend eight seconds, go to iTunes, give him a review. That stuff means way more than you think it does. So if you got any value, just go give him a review. It would mean a lot. Do that before you come to my YouTube channel. If you're going to come, great, but go give Jay the five-star review first. Evan, would it be okay if I ran an ad to what you just did? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Uh, you're the man. Uh, honestly, I'm excited to have made a new friend. Uh, this is a blast. Cool. Much Thanks love. Again. Thanks for having me. Man. You guys, if you loved this episode, do me a favor and click on the link in the description and head over to our exclusive Mentors Collective Facebook community where I post every single day and I give tons of value that I do not post in this podcast. 
Seriously, if you love this show, you are not going to want to miss that group. You'll also be able to connect with me personally, ask questions, and get access to a ton of free resources that I give out. All right, guys, again, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace out, mentors.